Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Yes, they've turned up again. Morning. Uh, you can text us on 8.12.15. That's 8.12.15. Or you can follow us on the Twitter. At Frank on the radio. Or you can email us uh, through the Absolute Radio website. Or you can shout us. <laughs> you know. I'm not if, sure we if, should encourage that. Some of well, them are the London listeners. If you're adjacent. <laughs> if you're very adjacent, that's fine. Hop in, say hi. No, yeah. don't do that. I haven't had a Xerox for a while. But, uh, or you can LinkedIn us. Okay. I can't think of any other forms. I can't be link- I won't be. I won't. People want to link in with me. Yeah. I won't have it. I don't like those emails. No. No. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> hello. Hi. Someone say on the, uh, as you know, we have our own uh, Twitter page and all that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Would you call it a Twitter page? Yeah. Is it feed? Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Well, anyway, so um, I, the week, last weekend I went to um, a local fete. Nice. Oh, lovely. Very Midsummer Murders of you. Yeah, it was a bit. And I've always, I used to uh, do a thing about... Uh, Things, if you put the word local in front of them, <laughs> you could also say rubbish and it works as well. Like um, local radio, for example. Yeah. Mm. There would be a lot of people saying that's absolutely outrageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, local newspaper, again, mm-hmm. they'll say, yes. no, that's really. If I say local theatre group, they'll start to say, well, you've got a point. Mm-hmm. If I say local poet, they'll say, yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went to a local church fight, and it was lovely, and it was a, quite a nice day, and uh, a man was dressed as, I think it was a man, was dressed as Peppa Pig. There was a bouncy castle. And I don't like those bouncy castles. They're a lawsuit waiting to happen. That's true. Yeah, mm. well, um, I, I went there. I took, Boz is only one, so I don't think he's allowed on a bouncy castle. But we went, he, he liked to look at the bouncing children. So he stood there and a woman said to me, don't go on there, it's a jungle. Was it a castle? Or was it a castle? It was a castle, it was properly yeah, a castle. got completely mixed up. But, um, <laughs> and there was like, uh, there was stuff going on there. And I, I spent most of the day walking around um, with my... Uh, baby, because he, he's at that stage where he holds on to uh, two two fingers, mm-hmm. and he walks, and Great. soon he'll be walking on his own. What, so I did a lot of that. Watch your back, love, with that. I know, yes, it is a worry. Mm. And it's, uh, you know, a bit, little bare feet in the grass. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, so we had a lovely day, and I went back, and Kat said to me, uh, Kat gets in, gets the iPad, and she goes straight onto Twitter search, which I wish she wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. She does like a deep Google. Yeah, that. she does. Well, not not so much nowadays. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so she went on Twitter search, which I, I don't want her to do. And if she does it, please don't tell me anything. <coughs> read. Even if it's something that says I'm a comedy genius, don't tell me. I don't mm-hmm. want to know anything. So, um, and she said, oh, there's someone who went to the fight. They said, Apparently Rory Kinnear was there. I said, oh, was there? They said, yeah. They said, yeah. Went, just went to blah, blah, fight. The... Um, it was made classier by the attendance of um, Rory Kinnear oh. and um, less so by the attendance of Frank Skinner. Oh, gosh. And I thought, oh. was that, it was a family day out yeah. the local church fate. People can be very cruel. I, I hate this person. I will hunt them down. Oh, I don't think you should do that. 
See, that, that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking, what do these people, in this age of cyber unkindness, mm. uh-huh. trolls and readers' comments, and all, what did these people do before the internet? And you know what they did? They were those people that banged on the side of police fans when the sex <laughs> offenders inside. <laughs> <laughs> they were those people. And I, when I see those people, I always think, there's about ten of them. Yes. They must have been... Always with very bad hair, I seem to recall. Yeah, but they must say... So uh, I'll see you at the um, <laughs> I'll see you at the courts tomorrow. <laughs> I think they'll be out about they'll be out about nine-ish. I would have thought it's quite a brief hearing. <laughs> and uh, who's going to be the runner? I'll be the runner. You get them on the way out, and then I'll be that one, just that one who runs like right, right, right up, r- carries on with the photographers <laughs> banging on the altar there. And um, so that made a very loud noise. I, mm. I feel that. Like, I mean, this equipment's so old, the whole thing could fall down. And that's what I think that the the, the Twitter people would have been doing there. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get get me wrong. I remember my mum walking nearly seven miles to put dog excrement through a sex offender's (laughs) letterbox. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't didn't know then, you see. We didn't know. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The other thing is, though, it's because I was with my baby. I felt like my baby has had a bad review. On oh, this oh, is yeah. the hater. Yeah. The Twitter hater. I yeah. know a hater's going to hate. But your haters are my haters. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Right. You're welcome. Anyway, things, things picked up on Saturday because I went out on. I can't remember the last time I did this. I went on a stag night. Oh, follow the bear. <laughs> exactly, I did. I wore a little silk... Did you uh, wear a little satin bomber jacket satin. And, and a trilby? Exactly. Matt Goss style. And walked so <laughs> that my thighs were never actually separated. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and to be honest, I haven't really been out properly on a Saturday night for quite a while. Yeah. I, mean, on the, I got on the tube... Oh, I can't believe. I love to. Do you know? Did you that, frequent that was like bars? Roy Hodgson on the tube. Yeah. Did you have his jacket. Did you have a jacket over your arm? Um, I was wearing my suit. I met. I, I met actually a couple of uh, fans of the show, uh, Gavin and his girlfriend. Who I've never met people who they'd been on a treasure hunt and they were really morose about it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite bitter about the some of the decisions. Someone slagged them off on Twitter. Had they googled themselves. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened, but they. I, I, you don't meet people. Post treasure hunt to us, like, yeah, there was, it just wasn't right the way it was handled. <laughs> uh, and, I, and also, I it was crowded on the tube, and I was, I could have sworn early on he said he worked for Saga. Oh, right. So I said, So what's it like then working for Saga? And, he's, and he started going, What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like, I really, what do you mean? I worked for, and then he worked for somebody with the name Media in the title. Oh, I don't know if he oh. thought I was having to go anyway. That was, uh, that's, that's. Hey, that's my awards. I don't need your archivers uh. and your Sony's. I got so people on the tube. I tell you what, I was. Where this, did you go on the stag night? Well, we went. Uh, we went to a Japanese. We met at a pub. You know, oh. I don't really do pubs anymore. No, and Saturday nights, I imagine, are... Um, How many are there? There are 20 of you? They? Is it blue stratus and short sleeve shirts? It wasn't that warm last weekend. It was no. all right. I'm amazed what young women wear to go out on a Saturday night. Oh, you're not going to do this. What, what now? <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I honestly really? felt... <laughs> I felt like I was on the tube, I wanted to go, hold on, can I just have a bit of... <laughs> can you, you young girls, for goodness sake, be careful when you're out on because some of you... 
You've gone too far. I really wanted to put my coat around some of them. Yeah. In the old days, I'd have been thinking, cool, look at her. Now I'm thinking, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> I didn't realise. <laughs> That's the age this? test, though, isn't it? It is yeah. the age test. Now I just want to um, phone their mums to come and get them. They're more your demographic. In case they their mums are fit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, their mums will turn up in a quilted nylon housecoat. Perfect. <laughs> But it was, it, I found it a bit shocking, really. But anyway, so I was all set for a stag night after that. Yeah. A bit of purita- puritanism. And um, I felt like, you know, when you see these blokes who discover these Amazon tribes, mm-hmm. and you think, well, oh, but I didn't know where to look when they first walked into that clearing. Mm. Um, anyway, so we got to this... Um, the venue. To the pub, and all the other guys had got <clears throat> cowboy hats on. I'd, I'd, had, I'd had the cowboy hat text, but I didn't. They were going on to... You love cowboys, surely, I do, excuse? I love cowboys. Yeah, but, John uh, Wayne's big leggy. Imagine if I'd been on the tube with a cowboy hat. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I was partially I dressed, would have paid £1,000 to have seen that. I'd have been like, you know, when the MC of the saloon <laughs> show who comes on <laughs> and says, we got some pretty girls for you tonight. It would have been like that. Anyway, so... I found I, I you know I have this problem that sometimes I'm a bit of a git. <laughs> yes, I was identified recently by one of our readers. You've always been a bit of a git. Yeah, and I I hadn't picked up on it, but it, I've it was it, really the scales fell away, away from my eyes that when I got that text. <laughs> and I was talking to one I I used the sentence to a man I didn't know. I used the sentence. Look, it might have been impressive to know your way round a uh, <laughs> round the sushi menu in the nineties, but now, you know, get over it. It's nothing special. Oh. Anyway, that was the uh, <laughs> that's the stag night. I drank green tea, didn't wear a cowboy hat, and, and was a git. You drank green tea. That was when I should have been on something on Twitter saying. Frank Skinner, he, yeah. he made the whole thing. Let, let's let's ruining a stag do. Yeah, but it, I got away with that one. Wow. Well. No, no, well, nothing. <laughs> Get off! <laughs> <laughs> what do the sex offenders think? Do they sit inside <laughs> thinking, Go oh to the music. dear, I'm, I'm less popular now than I was? Listen to those people. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We have an email that I would like to bring to your attention. Uh, okay. Hello, Mr. Multi-award-nominated radio. That's you. Mm, that, that's not correct, is it? Well, mm. Alan, A-L-A-N, also sick, spelled incorrectly, oh. and Emily, uh, just seen the winners of the Arkiva Commercial Radio Awards and not a mention of Frank or the rest of the team. No, three, that's good. Three thanks, thanks for hammering that home. And oh, hammered God. with three exclamation marks. I hope that Frank keeps out of the dark places. I think your show is brackets praise deleted and the praise deleted there is. Yes. Well, that's very nice of them. Kind, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'll they listen- say praise deleted. They could have been expletives. How do we know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I listen to the podcast each Sunday whilst hoovering. Hang on a minute. Oh, it says here brackets headphones on. Uh, <laughs> I think that this can only be considered as a dirty you sure it doesn't move. say hovering? Is <laughs> <laughs> it from a Buddhist monk? That would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wonder if... I wonder if we would occasionally break their attention and they'd just tumble to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we get many Buddhist listeners? No. I reckon they rise above this I think sort we've of got show. A... Oh, excellent. Oh. Thank you, thank you. 
Um, I think that this can only be considered as a dirty creeps move, but if Emily is ever in the Canterbury area, mm. I would like to show her the sights despite my marital status. Oh. Love you all, no, TTFN. No, no worries on that score, love. Stuart Ricketts. I wonder Stuart how many Ricketts. times the sentence, or the phrase, despite my marital <laughs> status, has been read out in a court of law. <laughs> It's been, it's been said to me in a bar quite a number of times. Well, it's been so, conversation with wow, this does touch on the archivers. Mm. Can I say that I didn't go to the archivers? So I let you guys go because I know you have a night out. We didn't, you didn't, you missed a night out. I know you have service. a night out. Yeah, you like a night we out. We did like a night out. Well, uh, you, know, you had, a, had an opportunity to have a bath and everything. Yeah, cockerel came. Daisy came. Bob didn't come. I don't know what he was... I think he was with his... Well, Bob never has a bath, as we know. No, that's true. No. SpongeBob, he just he just rinses. <laughs> <laughs> he was with the crickets, Frank, that night. Ah, of course. Um, so... The, Where was it, though? Did you have a lovely time? Well, we did. Daisy and the cockerel picked me up from work, and they had a car, and I shuffled over mm. to the car. I couldn't walk very well. It was so tight, the tightness of the dress oh. and the high heel. As I got into the cab, he was furious, the driver. He was furious. Because I bent over to get in, and I said, oh, I'm having problems with this dress, I can't walk. He didn't say anything. Uh, and then he said, can you hurry up, I can't park here. And I said, okay, can you hold my clutch? <laughs> Handed him my handbag. So that would have confused him if it was a, a manual gearbox. <laughs> I believe I was in the back of the car making a hold the clutch joke as oh, well. Like, wow. Like a Top Gear guy like you. A manual gearbox, of course, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the well-known uh, philosopher. <laughs> we arrived, Al, didn't we? And they wanted us to do, absolutely wanted us to do what I believe is called the step and repeat board. You know that red carpet thing where you stand and you have your picture Oh, you stand taken. in front of something that says our key for Exactly. It. Daisy okay. called it the stop and go board. <laughs> okay. Um, I wouldn't do it. Really? Because I didn't want lenses to be lowered because there's nothing worse than that. I thought, what if they won't know who we are? They'll know who Alan is. The what? But they won't know who I am. But I've, I go to, uh, I don't really go to film premieres anymore, but on, on occasion I've, I've been loads of times when lenses are lowered as I've walked out. It happened to me once. Some of the lenses, some of the people took photos, but I saw a bloke lower his, lower yeah, his lens. Yeah, awful. And I looked at him and he looked at me and he just smiled and I nodded back. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, they haven't noticed, mate. It'd have been nice... Don't tell anyone. If he'd just <laughs> pretended like he had cramp in his hand or something, yeah. he was like, oh, sorry, injury. Well, I was all right with it. I went to a premiere and I heard them go, Trevor! at Trevor MacDonald. And then I walked in, and they went, oh. So oh. that's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, it's awful. Because Trevor McDonald has got a knighthood for being able to read out loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that and, fair? And you, nothing for being yeah. you, nothing for being a genius. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to the archivist. Not, not, I won't, obviously. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. So you're at the Archivers. What did you wear, Alan? I Lounge an, suit? I wore a, a, a 60s suit with a um, paisley shirt. Heavily I loved patterned it. paisley shirt. Lovely. Yeah. No tie. What, what a pair you, you must have right, made. And paisley uh, as well. I'm not going to go to wear outfits. It's going to be here all night. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, there's a great moment, actually. Can I just say that I was uh, sat next to an empty space for for the starter... And it had been delivered. It was there. Finished mine. 
looked around the table and I thought, I'm having this. <laughs> and so I had a, I had a spare starter. Lovely. And uh, hold the front page, never thought this would happen. Emily Dean went, um, come on, share the wealth. And <laughs> what? No, I wanted you to give me money. <laughs> she, she, shared, she had an extra bit of the starter as well. Were you drunk? Yes. <laughs> Goat's okay. cheese. In the so you, um, I made amends the next so day. So what was what was the highlight of the well, the, the highlight was. Well, there's so many highlights. It's not. It's there like, was Bucks Fizz. So the evening kicked off. The OC was was MC. Okay. And it's confusing. I know. It was it was like a typo. Yeah. Um, Pat Sharp came up. He seemed in a bit of a funny mood. Um, then Bucks Fizz kicked off the evening. Wow. I mean. They, they they began to sing Making Your Mind Up. And, of course, the one thing on everyone's minds is... Of course. Is yeah. that, are they going to come off? Yes. Are they going to come off? So they get to the bit, don't they? you got to speed it up. And then they say, and if you want to see some more. And I, there was a pause of about... It felt like 20 minutes while everyone gasped. <laughs> yeah. The skirts came off. Fantastic. Sequin <laughs> panties everywhere. It would have been like being on the tube for you, I imagine. <laughs> It, it, well, yeah, I said I was putting them on. <laughs> I was doing a reverse box face. Yeah, we were at the show in, case any, if, in case we do have any younger listeners, which I'm not sure about, um, this was a, a tradition. It was in the 80s. They won the Eurovision Song Contest, and the big moment was that they had, like, Velcro skirts on that the men yeah. used to rip off. I know now that seems wrong in many ways, but at the time it was just, just a bit of fun. Mm. <laughs> what they Amazing. should do now, I would have thought, is... Um, is they should have ripped his clothes off. Who? Oh, Mike Mike Nolan. Yeah, you know, to show that they've they've moved on, that they've they've emancipated. They've, they're, they're well, emancipated. To be honest, I had um, misgivings about his outfit because we were at the side of the stage, so I could see him side on, and he had a suit on, quite a shiny number, yeah. not to my taste. Oh. But uh, but I could see at the back of his suit his shirt hanging out below the suit jacket. He yeah. hadn't tucked his shirt in. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pernickety about such things, but it really distracted me throughout. I was thinking, he's not taking an outfit off, is he? Is that untucked? Because he's going to pull, pull the whole right. lot off. There are two women writhing around in sequin panties, it's and all writhing. he's talking about is Mike Nolan's shirt tear. I mean, they must, muttering. they're getting on their box fees, they must be. Well, I mean, we, what about if he'd arranged to cross, not really paid attention, and just ripped Cheryl Baker's artificial hip off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would have been, ah, oh, awful. We were at the Cheryl Baker end, weren't we, Al? Not the Jay Aston. Yeah. Much to your chagrin. Alan yeah. did say something like, I would. I oh, never. Oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> How dare you? I, I don't you think I did. That. I think that was when Atomic Kitten were on oh, yes, level sure 42. Oh, yes, you didn't say R. Wood when, <laughs> when Ronnie Wood went past. <laughs> that, that would have explained that. Box Ronnie Wood's hair is immaculate. His hair oh. is just... It's like every strand of it has been I love cut individually. Ronnie. Do you know what else I love about Ronnie? What he does, Frank, he went up to get an award and present one, but all his facial expressions are brilliant. He wears his heart on his sleeve. It's like, you know those D.W. Griffiths silent movies, like Joy and Pain? He just expresses all his emotions very fully, and he taps away. When Level 42 were playing, he enjoyed them. And he got into the feeling. That, that, he I think he was on feeling. his scion. <laughs> <laughs> Sion organised. Yeah, that's why he was tapping away. I think he's got some gigs coming up. <laughs> if I remember right. But Bucks Fizz, there was a moment of controversy with Bucks Fizz because the OC was interviewing them and she and Cheryl Baker corrected him. She said, "Oh, you can't call us Bucks Fizz now." Oh, she yeah. said, "We have to be." Oh yes, because there's a court case thing. She said, "We're 
the band, band formerly known as Bucks Fizz, I think it is. They're was. not honestly called yes, that. Yes, they are. Yeah. Formerly Bucks Fizz, they're called. And and she enjoyed a little uh, mischievous moment where she went, oh, the other one is uh, doing uh, butlins in Minehead or something this weekend. Oh. She, she sort of said, yeah, we're That here. was like when I worked with He's Rachel Riley and we asked her what she got um, in maths and she said 2-1. Carol Vorderman only got a third. <laughs> <laughs> Very like that. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> oh, so they need a new... Uh... So they need a, n- a new moniker. Yeah. OK. Bucks fizzled. What about that? That well, is, is that... Um, bit, that that's a bit, bit negative. If they're going to go... If they're going to start tearing his clothes off and go a bit more modern, yeah. days, there could be Bucks Miz. Oh. oh. Miz. I thought of another one then, but <laughs> it, it, it involved Doc's bodily fluids. I'm not going not gonna to do it. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were talking about the Archivers. Oh, and Box Fizz getting a new name. I did have an idea. I had an idea for one, but it would involve them having to wear fezzes. (laughs) Well, this whole whole plan sounds rather half-baked. Box Fez? Yeah. (laughs) Are we going to put an apostrophe S so it's... They're wearing fezzes belonging to Buck, a guy they know called yeah, Buck. Why not? Maybe even Uncle Buck. I don't like the idea of them having to incorporate fezzes into the act just randomly to justify a name change. Well, you could have small fezzes, glitter. glitter oh, they look attractive, small fezzes. I think. Um, What's going to happen when I the skirts th- come off with those fezzes? Those tassels will be flying everywhere. Well, that'd be great because it'd be like instead, rather than that, the burlesque dancers who have the, 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 the tasseled pasties. Yes. As they call them. They'd be able to just whirl their heads round. Two of them could wear fezzes and one could wear a baseball cap. And I then could... they could like refer to their hats when they're talking about making your mind up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. One of them going, oh. But if they... If they is there four of them? Is there, is there another no, member? No, there's three. There's Mike Nolan, Cheryl Baker and Jay Aston Yes, yeah, so the three of them at the front of the stage, picture this. Uh, fezzes, and they can have elastic um, uh, chin oh, straps. Yeah, yeah. To keep oh, them oh lovely! That looked nice. But they put their they lean forward so you can just see the tops of the fezzes. They get the tassels <laughs> going in the same direction, and they degrease lightning. Nice. I don't want them to lose their dignity that they currently perform with. That's my worry. <laughs> no, the fez. It's you know, it's it's a traditional it's show a thing, yeah. headwear. It's a lovely thing. Um, Mark from Kidderminster. Says, hi, maybe now they're stripped of a member, they can be called Box Naked. Oh. Good. Box Naked could be the next step from the skirts. I just prefer Ménage à Trois, just come clean. No. Ménage à Trois. OK, calm down, dears. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> calm down. Definitely not. What about um, 30 years? Uh, they've been going since the 80s. They could be called 30 Years of Skirt. Oh, lovely. That'd be a good autobiography, actually, for, for Box Fizz. Yeah. Is, that, is that a little reference to some of your own work, Might perhaps? Be. Yeah. <laughs> Box people stopped. at home there get the kettle! <laughs> is that the kettle? Um, Frank, just briefly, whilst we're on the Archivers, at the Archivers, mm-hmm. Alan, well, it turned out he's a secret Level 42 fan. Oh, yeah, I didn't know. Level 42. You didn't know you were a level 42 fan. I'd, I'm, I'm not really that up on their work. And, okay. um, and they were ace. They were brilliant. Should have closed the whole thing. Emily Dean raised the point that they should have closed the whole thing. Atomic no. Kitten did. What? Atomic yeah. Kitten were on last. And, you know. Alan said something about Atomic Kitten, which I don't know if he'll <sighs> let me repeat. Am I allowed to say it? Uh, if you want, yeah. Okay. Fine. 
We we agreed. Alan observed, and I agreed that they weren't quite hot enough to sing with a backing track, <laughs> like uh. a, 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 an event where music had been played and sang by people that were, yeah. you know, Talent, talented musicians I mean, and singers, you, and sounds you know. like you just sat there like the two girls in Ghost World, just just <laughs> criticising. That's what you do, though. Pretty isn't much, you? yeah. There was an excellent moment when that newsreader Greg said uh, of Atomic Kitten, you know, because you sort of look at people and then you start talking about their appearance and their act. He turned mm. around and he went, "They're very feline, aren't they?" And I went, "Atomic Kitten, a feline." Mm. And nuclear. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, what's next? You two sitting there having a go at Atomic Kitten. Still, haters gonna hate. <laughs> Frank, we've heard from the outside world, Tommy Cooper Temple Claws. See, what they've done is they've taken the fair's, fair's theme and uh, applied it elsewhere. I like it. I also just wanted to pass on, uh, I received a missive from Ross... Just, just take that. If, oh. if there's a split band, just take that. Oh yeah, I like it just say that. Just like that, you see. Mm-hmm. Is that a take that tribute band? I like. Yeah, that. like No Oasis. Um, My favourite is Shania Twin. <laughs> anyway, carry on. I received uh, a communique from Ross Noble, who's a bit of a friend of, of the show. Yes. During the week. Hold on a minute. I'm pausing. <laughs> That become more grand. <laughs> it has, yeah. And the other thing is, I'm playing it for ages. It's almost like I've left it in a cupboard and it's grown like mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, like I like it. Um, it's all at sort of end of Star Wars at the we- Galactic mm. Wedding. So Ross Noble says, "Did you see Alexander Armstrong on that Your Face singing show as Johnny Cash last Saturday? He was a dead ringer for Frank." Really? I reply. I said, "I think Frank will be quite chuffed with that." Well, he did look nice. Ross said, Ross then advised me, he said, it was that Paddy McGuinness singing show, still on ITV Player, and I had a look at it, and I have to say, you look exactly the same, Frank. Really? Mm. Alexander Armstrong and Johnny Cash in the the fly machine. He had a prosthetic nose, but it looked perfect, and a quiff, and it looked perfect. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Mm, I think you should. Some of you might feel that that's a pointless exercise. (laughs) 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 Okay. Is it? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm being pointed up by the producer. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Emily Dean, Alan Cochran, Texas on eight twelve fifteen. Twitter is on Twitterati os osweet on at Frank on the radio or email us through the Absolute Radio website. <coughs> <laughs> Do I have to keep doing that? Look, can I say that's the worst opening we've ever done? You <laughs> coughed. Daisy, the producer, dropped something on the floor. Do you think we... Come on. Bock up. <laughs> that bock up? up? That's what they could be called. Bock yes. up. Bucks up would be good, wouldn't oh, it? Or, no, bock up. Uh, if Bucks Fizz were well endowed, they could easily change their name to Buxom Fizz, somebody suggested. Well mm. endowed with what? I think, I think well, in I think the Buxom mean... department. Buxom... <laughs> Buxom fizz. That's what somebody's suggesting. Get get out. What do you think? These people are professional singers. They're not... Buxom fizz. To be fair, they were wearing pants. Um, Yeah. We've also got one from Louis. Oh, yeah. Dear Frank, and he's attempted a sort of anagram of our name, Menially, which seems to be an anagram of Emily and Alan. Ah. 
I am an avid listener and listen to the podcast on the way. You're saying that you're menials, though, on this show. No. Maybe, yeah. Louis. Um, On the way to school. Oh. On the topic of Bucks Fizz, why don't they call themselves Mimosa? As there is only two parts instead of three. One part champagne and one part orange juice. Um, Instead of three, it's normally one part champagne and two parts orange juice. Is it? Mm. If any of you find yourself in the Walton Weybridge area, I would be happy to show you the sights, despite being only 14. Regards, Louis. I don't know if he knows about cocktails. (laughs) Um, To be fair, so did I. I I was mixing them for adults when I was about six. I I am. What if they could be called Black Velvet? That's uh, Guinness. That's Guinness and champagne, isn't it? Oh, is it? And it could say they've got darker over the years, you know. Yeah. Darker, more mysterious. It could be called Snake a- Bite or Cider and Black or... <laughs> it could be I called that, loads of stuff. Shandy. They, what they about Shandy? They should somehow communicate, though, shouldn't they, that, that they were box face. Yeah. It should That's be an alcohol-based drink. Though. Well, I just think it theme. should sound a bit like box face. No, mm-hmm. not Tenant Special Brew. We don't want to go down that no. road. But, um, yeah... I think they they need to. Some people say, "Oh, I bet that's box face because it sounds a bit like, yeah, yeah. box face." I'll go back to it again. Box face. Anyway, uh, guess what I did last night? Oh yeah. Well, I bet you did what all of us did. Massive jigsaw. No. Oh God. I watched uh, Andy Murray winning his semi final. I everybody. I I suppose most people are out on a Friday night, but it's. I like it. I like the idea that I could sense the rest of the country watching it. Yeah. Mm. I I actually spent yesterday, I timed yesterday specifically you to watch it. timed yesterday? Let me guess. About 24 hours? Yeah, mm. it came in at just about 24 hours. I knew it. If you give or take, me. Give or take. <laughs> no, I timed my day specifically. I watched a bit I of did. the match before it, and then I travelled to London, and then I got to the hotel, all sort of geared to, oh, hang on, I think I'm going to get most of the Murray match, if I'm if I'm lucky. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's too good to hurry. It was... Uh, that should be his catchphrase. Yeah. Help ring that Judy. Sort of like that. Yeah, it was Judy. exciting, wasn't it? What's happened to Judy? Yeah, what's <laughs> gone on? What used to mean, be, what's happened? used to be a, a ginger. Yeah. His mum, Judy. This yeah. year, I saw her with dark glasses on, I thought it was Carl Lagerfeld. <laughs> Honestly, I think what it, it, I think it's the pressure of uh, him having won a Grand Slam. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like... Tony Blair. The night. It's like Marie Antoinette bit going through the crowds. Yeah, in Tony in the Blair crowd. and Barack Obama did it, innit? Maybe she's <laughs> well, actually... they haven't gone as grey as Judy, though. <laughs> yeah. right. She's gone like Beethoven overnight. Yeah. Did Beethoven go grey overnight? No, but her hair looks not dissimilar to Beethoven's. <laughs> You're right. She does. Yeah. Why does she and Kim not sit together then? Well, you know, it is, don't you? No, I, I don't. don't think no. Judy ever completely let go. Oh, yeah, you're right, Frank. Whereas Kim, I read an interview with Kim where she said her favourite, three favourite things in all the world is Classic FM. Oh. Guess where this was read out on? Classic FM, um, tea, and she said loads and loads of chocolate biscuits. She doesn't look like a woman who eats loads and loads. Lovely hair though, hasn't she? Oh, we're all talking. My girlfriend was saying, her hair is absolutely immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> Said amazing. that about 20 times. The hair's good. And I love the roof argument. <gasps> oh, yeah. Well, I, Janovich, I, I really didn't, I didn't, I took again him, I didn't like him. Did you? Well, did you see Andy being interviewed afterwards and he yeah. said, oh, he was on his phone, you know, yeah. and Andy had a shower. Who was he ringing? I think well, I don't know. I, I, he probably, um, 
you probably do know does know people who put a roof on a building. <laughs> so perhaps he was saying there's a bit of work bit of work. Get over to Wimbledon. Absolute Absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. One of the reasons that I rushed to London yesterday to see some of the tennis was that this year You mean I, on telly, don't you? Yeah, on the on you the television. You weren't there on Centre Court. No, I wish. But this year is uh, is it's been one of the hardest years for me to see any of Wimbledon because I've been coming back and forth for various uh, professional engagements. So, yeah. so I've just not seen much of it. And you know that thing where you can feel that it's the clock is ticking. It's all it's only on for two oh, weeks. I know that feeling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, that's, that's this life. year I don't know what I've done um, wrong. But every time I've turned Wimbledon on, it's been seniors' doubles. I've seen loads of John McEnroe play, more than I did while he was playing I properly. Did, I didn't know they did that. It's been on the telly all the time, John McEnroe. I, I, only, I only watch the British people. Have you seen John McEnroe these days? I've seen him playing tennis three well, times I've, I've in the last four I've seen him like now on like, Mount Rushmore, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> he looks like old father time. <laughs> What's happened to him? Talk, he, him and Judy Murray would be good together. That's true, yeah. They look not dissimilar. He was nearly in Harry Potter, wasn't he? he, he McEnroe? Yeah, what was no. the name? He was, he was up for that... Uh, serious, is it called? No. But they told him that he, he, could, he could not be... He could not be serious. <laughs> very good. He's a very disappointed oh, by it. I, like I the so took that in as well. <laughs> he could ah. not be... Um, I don't like oh. it when they cut to them out in the commentary box. You know when they put the roof up? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like the great I'm the great Oz when the curtain comes down and you see them all no, squashed together with a bottle of water. No, but they line up like those <laughs> old pictures of Kraftwerk. They sort of <laughs> one at the front and then that's why... It's, it's Andrew Castle, it's, Tim Henman. international star. <laughs> yeah. So he John gets McEnroe. to sit at the front. Then Tim Henman mm-hmm. and then Andrew Castle tucked away at the back. Their clothes are all creased from being in the box for too long. Oh, yeah. It looks like they're crammed it's humid in there. In there. Oh, but it's really I hate humid. that box. Andrew Castle, he's kept with that hair thing. Have you seen the advert that he does? No. It's an yeah. advert that he does yes. when he's walking down the road and he bump, he's got flowers and he bumps into someone and he says, uh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, it, it, it sorts most things out, doesn't it? But then it's like, but not accidents at work or something like that. Mm-hmm. And to make it a bit shorter, obviously, to save money... They've taken the bit off the front, so it's a real messy... You just see a bit of a... <laughs> something nearly happened. What was that? Sorry. They've ruined it. Mm-hmm. He's done well getting that gig, though. Yeah, yeah, but he should have put his foot down with that. They've ruined this big moment. If Andy... Oh, there's two things that worry me. If, if the Scots get independence, will mm. we still be cheering Andy Murray? Oh, yeah. I won't. Well, I will. Yeah, I being, won't. Being as I am Scottish. There's one thing that worries me, Frank. Jude Law... It, so oh, on a bit, Matt Goss. He in the looked fedora. awful. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't wear a hat though. He didn't look awful. He, he, looked, did. he looked like a beautiful he man who's awful. going bald. Yeah, but it's gone a bit fedora. He needs to ring Matt Goss. He needs help. <laughs> yeah, but that guy, that Polish guy, what was his name? Who, who played? Janovich. Yeah, he. He's only 23, he was clearly going bald, and he'd had his hair j- j- You know, when it looks like there's a chrysanthemum growing over the top of the <laughs> brow? Yeah, yeah. It was like that. I didn't like the kinesiology tape. In fact, what tape. he'd done is he'd looked at his bald head, he'd put the roof on. Yes. <laughs> he's obsessed with putting roofs on things. <laughs> yeah, when is he... it going up? When? Yeah, you thought I was nearly... Look at eight o'clock. <laughs> what if it rains? Then my gel will start to go all frosty and it will look ridiculous. It was a bit Van Helsing. Thank you very much. <laughs>
I, I, it was great, though. I really... It was exciting, and I enjoyed it, and, and all that. I don't like that tape he wears. That, that KT tape, I believe it's called. Oh, oh yeah. The kinesiology tape. Can I ask a question? If, mm. um, if Murray wins, will they finally rename Henman Hill? Murray Mound. They did. They did call it Murray Mound for a while. They still they? call. It, they say let's cut to the crowds on Henman Hill. Yeah. But they're, they're gutted that they called it Henman Hill. <laughs> but they thought, oh, I wish we'd held back for a good one. And now we really want to call it Murray Mound. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit. Somebody I think t- it's a bit off colour, Murray Mound. I don't know if this is like true, it. but someone told me there was a suggestion of calling it because of um, thingy had done so well, Laura Robson, of calling it Robson Green. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope. I really hope that's true. That would make me very happy. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Got a text saying wearing that tape made Janowitz look like a strapping lad, though. See what he's done. Yeah, like cause it, cause he had to strap on the strapping. Tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend thought it was a uh, tattoo for the first three sets. Okay. Does she like the tennis car? She, she's not like me. She'll only watch the Brits. Oh yeah. I can't watch it. I don't like tennis enough to watch a neutral game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's exciting. exciting for tomorrow, though, isn't it? When it's, when it's like one set each, you think, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all right. It's all right when it's um, one can be... Uh, I tell you, I went to see Man of Steel. And the actor who plays um, Superman mm-hmm. looks oh, like... Oh, Henry Cavill. He looks like... Um, if Andy Murray committed a crime... And you did an... I don't know if they do identikits anymore. Oh, yeah. He looks like an identikit picture of Andy Murray. Like Andy Murray's been... T- his face has been tidied up a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. A good edit of Andy Murray's face. What do you think he's like, Andy Murray? You see, I, I have to be honest. Certain sportsmen I can imagine hanging out with. I don't have to imagine, but Nicholas let's not go Anelka. down that road. Yes. <laughs> I'd quite like an Elka. I think we'd get on all right. Carnu, I always thought I'd go on quite well with. Oh, yeah. Um, I always think with Andy Murray, and it's not just the cliched, always oh, a bit dowry Scottish thing, it's not that at all. No. I just think he might be a little bit like lining his toys up kind of personality. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, like Beckham, putting all the bean. All no, the, all Beckham the I would love food. to have dinner with. <laughs> but Murray. I see. Would you guys? But oh, well, he went Do you think it'd be a good conversation? He went to Mock the Week. He did, and actually, I. I performed on an episode of Mock the Week during Wimbledon one year and uh, and a friend of mine said, oh, he tweeted that he was enjoying it that, that night. Did he name your name? No, sadly. Well, then why would bring it up? Just because I know that he does watch it and he likes the show. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Harsh. No. <laughs> I heard an interesting thing about you the other day. About but you me? You might not want me saying it on here. Uh-oh. Well, go on, what is it? No, it's all right. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell you. It was that... You know that... Oh, uh, telling me on air, are you? You know, <laughs> you know NLP? You know that interesting thing you heard about me? Don't bring oh, that yeah, up on it. <laughs> God's sake. NLP? You yeah. know NLP, where yeah. people... Um, neuro-linguistic programming? Yes, I've yeah. have friends... Well, I heard that. someone talking about that, and they said, um, Alan Cochran does this line when he's, he begins the sentence, if you like me, and then goes on, mm. and they said what he's doing is implanting the idea <laughs> that they like him... <laughs> It's not even if, is it? It's you. No, it is uh, a bit of material. And and it was... uh, 
uh, somebody has raised this to me. I think maybe it's the same chap. Okay. Um, has brought it up and said, oh, have you done some NLP? Because I said it and... You're planting seeds to make them like you. I have to say, it's entirely coincidence. Oh, yes, sure and, uh, it is. Yeah. That's what the Nazis said. <laughs> did they <laughs> say that? Are not I, don't, I, said, I don't think they did say that. No. I'll take that, Matt. Yeah, that's an odd not thing. Not in English. It? Yeah. Can I just say I've never done any NLP? But but the idea but, uh, that you're saying... I did, but only in the 90s. If you're kind of... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think it's a drug, is it? I think it's a... Uh, <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Can we go to Email Corner? Email Corner. How's that? Wow. It's horrible. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, I have to reach for the um, jingles. Okay. I think you're going to say the high notes. <laughs> yeah, I'd certainly have to reach for those. Dear Frank. I need love. <laughs> I, see, I feel love, isn't that? I yeah. need love. That was, that's a Freudian thing. Yeah. You think? That's me saying that I need love. Mm. <laughs> That's today's texting, is it? <clears throat> Elton John had a song called that. I need love? Mm. Oh, I want love, he said. Did he? Yeah. I've heard he does. Dear Frank, I've recently realised I'll probably never become a stand-up comedian. Not my words, but the words of Tom. <laughs> OK. Or a writer. <laughs> oh, Tom. I've made my peace with this. Okay. But it does leave me was what I thought was a reasonable joke that'll never see the light of day. Can you make any use of it? <laughs> okay, boys, see what you think of this. Mm-hmm. Never trust a Philip who spells his name with one L. His eyes are too close together. <laughs> I like it. It's excellent. It might need some workshopping. As far as I know, it's an original, or at least I've arrived at it independently. Google doesn't throw up any hits. All the best, Tom. I think it's clever. I like ones about the minutiae of uh, writing and grammar. And stuff like that. I think it might be um, indicative of, of a new sort of joke, in oh. so, insofar as that there are certain jokes that work on Twitter because they're mm. short and they're being read rather than heard. So two eyes close together, you can sort of see the joke when you look at it on a screen, but if you just hear it, his eyes are too close together, you don't quite get it as quickly. Well, I completely you disagree, see, because, because it's a pun on the word eyes, uh-huh. you don't want to read it. But you want it because you, because they sound the same, but they don't look the same. Yeah, I think it kills it if you read it. Really? Well, there you go. So that's this week's comedy workshop. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do like about it is that he says oh, he's resigned himself to never becoming a stand-up comedian or writer. But his best joke he has googled just in case. Yes. So, even before he begins, he's got the paranoia required. I think. Yes, it, he's got I the th- requisite. I've always thought if you, if you can. Um, Write one good joke, you can write a thousand. Yeah. <clears throat> so don't don't say don't give up just yet. No. Come back to us with nine hundred and ninety nine. <laughs> and in fairness, he does have quite close together eyes, Prince Philip. So <laughs> it's Prince, appealing. Where did Prince Philip come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought of Prince Philip. You know, when someone tells you a joke, visually, that's what I thought of when I heard Philip. Oh, okay. That's and of course, okay. you also before you tell it, you need to say, "Do you?" Like me, yes. Think that, <laughs> yes, of course. Isn't it? That, that'll really help. It all, it help. all you do that all the time. Well, that's what I do before every joke. See, my <laughs> thing was um, that the uh, on on the subjects of uh, writing and stuff, mm. uh-huh. it really annoys me, and it genuinely annoys me that the semicolon 
mm-hmm. gets a uh, pole position on the typewriter key or on the keyboard key. Oh, yeah. So if you... You know, the, you know there's a key that's got the semicolon Let me and just the have a look. Let me have a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so if you hit that key, you get the semicolon. You have to press shift to get the colon. Yes. The colon surely is the proper... Yeah. That came first. The other one's just a semi, a sort of half-hearted version. The colon should get the thing, and the semicolon should you bang require that desk again. the shift. <laughs> very bangy today, they haven't hate, you? They hate me, don't they, constable? Just <laughs> shut up. You can take the blanket off now. <laughs> what, what's happened to those grey blankets they used to conceal criminals oh, in? No. You never see them anymore. I've always thought that they should just uh, come out as Disney characters. <laughs> People would be much less uh, hostile. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I got a texting based on uh, that fiery rant you did about the QWERTY keyboard a minute ago. Oh, yeah. Remember that fiery rant? I uh, do. When you just went off on one. Um, <laughs> Frank, maybe you should change the location of the aforementioned grammar characters. It would be colonic emigration. Colon- yeah? I know. Good. Like, yeah, I got it, darling. Frank looked okay. at me like I didn't get it. Well, I heard nothing from that side of the room. That's because it was uh, a Hang pun. on, let's see if it works better if I say, um, Frank, do you, like me, think <laughs> maybe you should change the location of the aforementioned... I think that worked better. Yeah, That's you're probably, amazing. You're probably right. I actually... I, I'm not that keen on rants. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time rants. Yeah. People go and they think, oh, it's an easy sort of comedy if you just go on and on, that you really matter, you know, so care about something. That's mm. not... Well, you know, to keyboard and yeah. colons. What I'm saying, it's about time rant. Stop. They go, people go, everyone's doing a rant. Charlie Brooke is doing a rant. I'm like, oh, David Mitchell's doing a rant, rant. Just stop ranting. We've had enough of ranting now. What about a bit of nice general sort of talk? All right, calm down. That's my anti rant rant. <laughs> 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 it's got a bit, um... Who's that? Will come you in. that desk alone? Come in. Don't say come in. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> Constable. <laughs> I said, don't, on no, no circumstances, say come in. Um,. <laughs> There's someone called John Boy from Dudley. Of course there is. <laughs> Not John Boy. Well, he yeah, says, this is a strange text, isn't it? 640, a.k.a. 640. Yeah. That Frank Skinner keeps going on about how clean he is. <laughs> like he's cleaner than all us lot. We all shower, mate. John Boy, Dudley. <laughs> I beg to differ. He's obviously not in Tipton. <laughs> what, with a uh, triple-barrel name, John Boy Dudley? Do I keep going on about how clean I am? I once described you as immaculate, and I only got that on trust from your life partner. Yeah, exactly. I, I, um, I think I'm the, I, I talk openly about the fact that I'll wear a suit for six weeks. Mm. And I used to be at the two-day, two two one-pant. I, uh, I wore the same suit to the Archivers this week as I wore last year, and I'm not sure it's been... Did you? Since. Yeah. yeah, but I'm on about wearing a suit shirt. every day. Yeah. I've only worn What it. about Mike Nolan and Bucks Fizz? I think he, that had had a few outings, oh, Frank. Yeah. That's that what it was shiny. It probably wasn't shiny <laughs> when he bought it. <laughs> it was a purplish colour. Not absolute radio purple, more sort of muted purple of a £20 note. I'm going. Okay. Email corner. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I'd like you to read the next email. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily and the Cockerel, just a quick word about the helicopters and your son Buzz. Ah, yes. Helicopters with single engines have to fly over the Thames, while those with two engines can fly over London proper. Okay. Also, each of the two Chinook rotors spin in opposite directions, 
creating the odd sound as it flies past. Well, you see, I haven't noticed it sounding... Uh, for new readers, I yeah. was, I was um, saying that my, my son loves it when planes and helicopters go over, points, gets excited. But if it's a Chinook helicopter, he starts mm. crying. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, well, he claims that it's the... Uh, it's the sound, is it? Plus, sorry, I don't want to sound like a smarty pants, but did you know the Chinook is named after a North African tribe? North American? North American tribe, sorry. Oh, is he suggesting that my son is racist? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's crying when it goes over. Perhaps he's crying for for the, the North American Indians and what they've had to put up with. Yeah. Maybe. Selling their land for a pair of scissors or whatever. Did I tell you I met a woman who uh, at a at a meditation retreat who said that in a previous life she'd been the head of the uh, the Sioux Nation. No, I'm not right. Not not yeah, the Sioux Nation, not those pandas from uh, Sooty. Uh -huh. Yeah, the head of the Sioux Nation, and, and she took some uh, drug, and she said I, I wept, I just wept and wept, and became the head of the Sioux Nation. And I said you cried for all the uh, you know the the Sioux that had been slaughtered and she said no more i would say more for the buffalo it's <laughs> mm. awkward we've had a couple of texts in 543 aka chloe the chinook is named after the wind not the tribe smart and then she uses a category c swear word Find yeah. the category i don't know if it's c d maybe yeah. d yeah. yeah okay smart mm. yeah not, so it's named after the wind pants, just say. Mm. yeah the, the Chinook. Well, that's Chloe's opinion. You'd think it probably comes from the same source, though, that that bit mm -hmm. of a coincidence, a wind and a North American, um, what do they call them? You know, they, well, they used to be Red Indians. Native. What do they call them? Native, Native America. Native American. Yes. Yeah. 131, one of my regulars, mm -hmm. he's texting. That was a career-threatening flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Do you like me? <laughs> oh, he's very good. Yeah, they learn quick. Adopting the cockerel's ways. Think the Sioux Nation might have been a compensation culture. <laughs> See, I didn't laugh at the joke, but I really like this guy. I don't know why. That's yeah, amazing. exactly. I like. I've got my reservations more. about it. Oh, oh, very good. We got we got pon too many puns today. I really I'm, thought I'm my catchphrase wouldn't be "Do you like me?" I thought it was going to be "Say that's that." That my, was, um, that's my attempt to catchphrase. Didn't you get pun headaches? Like when you have, you know, when you eat ice cream really yeah, quick. Yeah. You get a no, headache. I've never had a pun headache. Oh, okay. You what else? Ice cream headache. Um, we, we've had an email in from uh, from the outside world. Mm. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily, you and Alan. Get any internal ones? When we? listening to the show on Saturday, I heard you say that you don't get new readers anymore. This is not the case. I am a new reader. I discovered your show a few weeks ago, and I'm working towards becoming a friend of the show. Or do I have to be famous for that? Yep. <laughs> I now actually set my alarm on a Saturday morning, the only day of the week I don't have to get up, so that I can listen to the show. Wow. I've also been diligently working my way back through the podcasts and have even done a bit of research into the Divine Miss M and the Mighty Cockerel. Tried to use a cosier, obviously. I like the Mighty Cockerel, can I just say? Mm. I prefer that to Cock-a-Doodle-Doo and all the other <laughs> changes yeah. that it receives. Yeah. Please ignore the reader who complained about you repeating things. I can't be the only fledgling listener who needs a little extra help in filling in the details of the Skinner-verse. Loving the show, that's a fact, not a compliment, and happy to say that I totally understood the siren reference. Zowie. 
Well, I think Zoe's right. Actually, I thought yeah. after we got we got out because we do get the odd new. We get we get we gain about three a week. Lose about I think we shed about <laughs> three thousand. <000. laughs> <laughs> and I and I think that uh, we should. Oh, it's a bit BMP, isn't it? We're not not telling. You know, we were here first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we you got to encourage. Um, no, what I'd really like to know when she said she sets her alarm for Saturday morning. Mm. I, what about this? I just had a thought then. What about um, what wakes you up in the morning? Because you know, some people use the radio. Oh yeah. Some people good. use old fashioned alarm clock, but some people have those weird things that go off in the what, morning. What partners? Wake them up. That, that does it. I'd like Children. to know. Yeah. Anything unusual that wakes you up in the morning? Keep it clean. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. You, you know, you're, you're part of the family. Follow us on Twitter, actually, at uh, Frank on the Radio. Or if you'd prefer an email, then just go to the Absolute website, straightforward. Mm. More people, chatty version. People have, in fact, responded to um, how do they wake up. You ask how people oh, wake yeah. up. Uh, some, someone says, my bladder, that is all. Oh, um, so that's not totally reliable, though, is it? No, I suppose their bladder isn't totally reliable. Well, I know when I used to uh, drink <laughs> a lot, to I often, my bladder very much did not wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Much to your chagrin. Well. That was one of my favourite chapters in Tony Adams' autobiography, Addicted. Um, zero nine zero. Mine was uh, my all-time <laughs> 11. <laughs> I don't think it's in there. Still, after all that pain and anguish, <laughs> my all-time 11. Zero nine zero at the moment, Sunlight and Birdsong. That's nice. nice. See, I never hear Birdsong. Really? In the uh, in my 11th storey apartment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Nice, I notice it, you see. When I'm in the country, you notice it. They don't hear it. To them, it's just like white noise. Mm. OK. So, um, this week, I imagine your uh, Doctor Who news app gave you a little buzz. Oh, it went, uh, it went Prince Charles crazy. Prince Charles <laughs> Prince was oh, uh, on set, as I believe they say. In he the, was in, uh, Chuck was in the house. <laughs> Charles and Camilla visited the, uh, yeah, the Doctor Who set yeah. in, in oh. Cardiff. It was kind of a big deal. <laughs> How did you feel about it, Frank? Well... I, mixed feelings, I would imagine. He's a sad. mixed bag of emotions. What about he's him, sad? He's he's watched it um, since he was fifteen, mm-hmm. and he's he's always loved it. Apparently, he used to get um, that would have been. T- he used to get two footmen to hold the sofa in front of him <laughs> <laughs> when he watched Doctor Who. But uh, I had no idea he was a, he was an enthusiast, and he um, he did uh, the Dalek. He voice. said exterminate. He said exterminate, but through the actual microphone yeah. that synthesises... It was rather good, I thought. I think he'd be better as the TARDIS sound, wouldn't he? Can you imagine mm. the t- TARDIS starting to fade away? I think it'd be great. He did a bit of improv as well. He said one false move. Oh, oh did. I loved it when he did he improv. Did, because Danny Cohen is like the head of the BBC. He said, why don't you try um, you, you Are Our Prisoners or whatever. And he, and he did yeah. that. And then he threw in one false move. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Do you think that's just because he's so used to saying one because he's royal? Oh, yeah. Well, well, I noticed... Maybe it was one's false move, he yeah. actually said. <laughs> I noticed, and I have analysed this quite a lot because I do love how people behave with royalty. It's a bit Jeffrey Osborne with Barack Obama. You know, we've discussed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cabinet with Obama. 
But I noticed the Dalek man, he said um, he was a bit obsequious with him, Frank. Well, I think, you know, when you meet the royals, it's, it's, it can easily fall into that. Charles said, I haven't got the right tone. And the Dalek man said, well, I have had a lot of practice. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that, wasn't, that, wasn't that a bit of an old actor saying, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm an old actor, I've done lots of stuff. Yeah. Yes. My worry is that uh, Prince Charles, you know, everybody else, what's the thing? What would you say the thing on the front of the Dalek looks like? You know the thing that everyone says? Oh, like says? A, a, a toilet the plunger. plunger. A plunger, of mm. course. But for Prince Charles, he won't know that, will he? He's probably never seen a plunger in real life, in use. And I now worry that perhaps a member of staff at the palace will walk past with a plunger and he'll go, oh, that's a bit of a Dalek, that. <laughs> <laughs> but what did he say when he saw the Dalek, do you think? Did he say that? Is that was, has he picked up one of those little Jewish hats? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awkward, wouldn't it, if he said that? Can I tell you what is awkward? No, Your Highness, it's like a sink. But no, I think it's one of those, you know, those little <laughs> on the back of the head. Yes. <laughs> he would have said their heads as well. Um, the big news is, yeah. and I don't know how well this is going to play in this room, Stephen Moffat... <clears throat> the showrunner, as I believe they're called, has said there would be a part in the show for Charles if he wanted it. Can you believe that? Well, I have begged. I've begged it's for a, dark a part day. in that show. Mm. And Prince Charles breezes in with his hand in his jacket pocket. And he does one Dalek impression. He's in like Jerome Flynn. Yeah. Mm. I think he probably thought, oh, no, no, you're, you're not right, you're not right. But when he said um, one false move, he thought, that's it, you're in. <laughs> Well, we'll come back to this, because I, I have my views. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I haven't spoken to my manager since this uh, Prince Charles being linked with Doctor Who story came about. I'm just worried that he might be trying to represent Prince Charles. Do you mean what? represent in a rapper type I think way? He might, he might be trying to get a new client, and it's, uh, it's the Prince of, he's, he's after the Prince of Wales check, isn't he? Oh, Prince of Wales chat. What's happening with these puns? That's part, I had a pun, another pun headache. I know what it is. I just, you two. Of course really? you do. You know about no, fabrics, I'm trying to, don't you? Shall we make a vow that we never do another pun on this show ever? <laughs> well, okay, if you want. Okay, let's do that. See what happens. <laughs> so, did you say there was a picture? It had like Jenna, Jenna Louise Coleman on on one on the left. She's a nice looking lady. And then Camilla. Mm-hmm. I like her. And then Charles. And and then Matt Smith and they were all perfectly mm. graded in height. <laughs> it was front, like the front, ascent yeah. of man. It was. I, I oh, I really wanted to climb them. You know, when you see a group, <laughs> they'd make a lovely uh, junior school climbing frame. Those four, <laughs> they could be talked into that. I really. Oh man, I dreamt of climbing them. I okay. Nevertheless, yes. How did you cope with the news that you are no longer in the running to be America's Next Top Model? Well, I, I think that... Um, I, I don't see why me and Charles can't come it together as, as a couple of interplanetary desperados. Like a funny double act? Yeah. Because he reminds me of my dad. Does he? Well, you know, my dad always kept oh. a bit of... My dad did Having this strange thing. lies about his background. He always kept uh, a bit of salt... In his jacket pocket, oh, did he? my dad. So if, if ever anyone, uh, as he said, if he was ever attacked, he'd just throw salt in their eyes. <laughs> really? And I reckon that's why Charles's hand is always in the jacket pocket. He's always, <laughs> always ready. That bloke, the voice of the Daleks, we'd have got a bit close. He'd have been blinded. 
I love trying that with someone wielding lead piping at you. Yeah. I do. But the do you gr- think it works? I'm like, he used to tell that. me how to do. It. So the thing is that you sort of uh, you you wave the other hand first, so they think, oh, what's he waving his hands about? So you don't you don't just so that their eyes are wide open and then in with the salt. Mm-hmm. Can I say that the official view of Absolute Radio is that all <laughs> violence against the person is wrong? And I and I back that one hundred percent. This is my dad, who came from a different time, when mm. vi- you know two world wars. Can't blame him for having a violent outlook. Okay. The um, <laughs> the prince's suit was under some scrutiny on the on one of the articles about it. They were saying that he'd. Uh, He'd, he'd had a Cyber bad repair suit. job. He had. A, did you see that he had a? Well, I noticed no. that he had a repair job in he, one corner, and they said apparently. You're me. Apparently, the uh, the the company line on it was um, there will be a more subtle repair in the future <laughs> on on the suit. On the Anderson and Shepherd suit. I think he might be a fan of the show, and he's getting one of those Neil <gasps> Gaiman pockets put in. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, but maybe he snagged it on a Cyberman or something. <laughs> Easily done when you're. Posh people love a repair, though. They make good men. It's only the nouveau riche who like the box fresh. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed that he gets stuff repaired. Mm. Oh, there you go. He's shot up. (laughs) Once again, he's shot up in my estimation. I know. He likes Doctor Who. He's prepared to blind someone if they attack him. (laughs) 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 And uh, he won't throw away uh, even a nasty suit like that one. He'll rescue. (laughs) Good man. 131 says, Surely Charles could never have a part in Doctor Who. It would cost him a fortune in royalties. And I'm afraid Uh. that is a pun. So I (laughs) apologise profusely to my family. Maybe it isn't a pun. My partner. I don't have a partner. (laughs) Um, To everyone who knows me. We're your partner. Alan and I. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all going yeah, to be fucked men are You're ever going to rip your skirt off at the next award ceremony? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't a dog rip your skirt off once? Yes, I was seven years old. I was in an adventure playground, and a dog, it wasn't pedigree, I'll always remember, and <laughs> I had a wraparound skirt, Buxfizz style. Maybe they'd started the Vogue, I blame them. Yeah. And I was with a child actress friend of mine, another child actress, and suddenly the dog came, Grabbed it in his teeth. It was gone. I stood there in my pants. He ran into the woods with it. That would be a much better act, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> if they could... An act where a dog runs on and tears someone's skirt off. Mm. Fabulous. Would it be a scary I've, dog? They, should have, they could have had a fox doing that. Yeah, or a fox. Mm. Dr Fox. Dr Fox, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I had a bit of an incident this week. Good. Well, I'd like to share it with you. No, it wasn't one of those incidents. It wasn't a good incident. It was alcohol-based, I'm afraid. Nice. I went to a business meeting with my manager. It was at a London members club. Wow. It was about 5.30pm. Stringfellows, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't working that night. (laughs) And there were five men present. Okay. No, I wasn't working that night. <laughs> um, so we're all sitting there. The waiter came over. He was a kind of handsome young type, a lot of hair product, one of those. Yeah. He took our order. He went to me first, as I'm the lady. Hmm. I thought it's half past five. I'm with the guys. I'll be one of the guys. I said, I'll have a vodka tonic. Well, that was a that was a respectable thing to order. Showed that I was carefree and fun, but but not sort of you know didn't have alcohol issues. My manager ordered next. I'll have peppermint tea, thanks. Uh, that makes you look... Uh... Thanks, mate. Mm. Thanks, mate. 
The next guy, sparkling water, please. Uh oh. Guy number three, sparkling water for me too, please. Uh oh. Guy number four, four still water. Yeah. He's out. So <laughs> I. You could have had a cheaper night if you'd just said tap, tap, <laughs> tap, please. Yeah, one of those people that says, Can you have a glass of tap water? <laughs> yeah. I am one of those people, I of think. Of course you are. <laughs> I felt awkward. I'm surprised yeah. you don't just say, can you do me a drawing <laughs> for some water? <laughs> the waiter says, yes. a bit early for booze. Did he? Oh, he did. What? No. He did. Well, he should never No wonder he can't get acting jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's his attitude. Yeah. So oh, you should remember what pays your wages, and it's not selling sparkling water, it's, it's selling the... I think Boots, he was trying to make what... the men feel better about the fact that they'd been not very follow the bear and had just ordered water and tea. Well, G- Gavin no. and his girlfriend on the tube. Remember the ones <laughs> oh, who, yeah. who, who didn't enjoy the treasure hunt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they said, well, we went out for cocktails after. And that was a real <laughs> letdown. Oh. I said, oh, well, what happened? He said, well, that, that, I didn't think there'd been a carton. <laughs> cocktails in yeah, a carton? Yeah. I said, oh, where did dear. you go? He said, he hates his wine lodge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I don't like cocktails after a treasure hunt. No, it, no. it doesn't go together. Oh, yeah. Sundowners, <laughs> close treasure hunt. Sundowners. What, what could be a better Saturday <laughs> out? A yard of ale off to pass the parcel. It doesn't work. Quite no. a weird complaining couple though, because the things they're moaning about are quite sort of uh, cheery sounding, aren't they? Treasure yeah. hunts and cocktails. I once had to complain in a hotel in New Zealand about. Um, my afternoon tea not being very good and just because I kept complaining in an angry voice but using the words afternoon tea it just didn't really convey any anger it's, properly well it's the Englishman abroad that is isn't it <laughs> it's too uh, it's too cheery sounding so did that did anybody have booze at all was it all no I styled it out oh, but no. I felt great shame throughout the entire hour-long period that I was there. You know what you should have done is immediately that it got to the last person they said still water, you should have gone actually I'll have two vodka tonics because... Um, <laughs> Can you make that a double? Yeah. <laughs> we need to really make this... Let's get this party started! Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking for them. Well I decided though, but there is a lot of pressure. I don't like being the social architect in that sense. Mm. So you lay down the gauntlet. If you're the first orderer, there's a lot of pressure involved in being the first orderer. Mm-hmm. Will you have a starter? Well, I become the translator. I don't know how this works, but if I'm out with people... It often happens when we, when we go out for brunch after mm. the show, the waiter will come over and say, so any, um, anyone like any drinks? And no-one seems to hear the waiter except me. Mm. And I end up going, so does anyone want drinks? <laughs> I mean, that's not my... I'm not in catering. <coughs> <laughs> my, the thing that really annoys me is I... Um, and feel free to take the rise yeah. out of me for this. But oh, we I, will. When we I have go. coffee, I always have decaffeinated. Yeah. Me it gives too. It gives me the jitters, coffee. What's the point? I know. So I always have decaffeinated cappuccino, and I can't tell you how many times they bring the decaffeinated cappuccino, and they put it down and say, uh, okay, mama, cappuccino. Mm. So suddenly there's doubt in my mind. Straight oh, away. Yeah, yeah. And I say, is it uh, decaffeinated? And they go... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's not good. I want more. Re- they, then I think it isn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I think I just get jittery by osmosis. I've done that for people when they ask for like gin and slim, and then you get back and you've forgotten at the bar, and someone says, "Oh, this is slimline tonic in it," and you go, "Yeah," you know exactly that yeah. moment of just going. 
I'm not going up and no. just yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I don't Diet like specials. Club. I won't tolerate specials. It takes so long. It's like listening to Ulysses being read out. <laughs> we have the beef tenderized fourteen days. Yes. I don't want to know. And also, you can't trust the specials like the old time coppers when you can't find your <laughs> way home. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about food earlier. Well, we were specifically talking about what irritates us slightly in restaurants. Ordering angst. Yeah. When you when you go in on booze and then it doesn't. I it never doesn't trust get them. To. I d- I never trust them to remember it all either. Why I like them to have a, pe- a pad and oh, paper. Yeah. Why don't they write it down? It's not. Yeah. It's not supposed to be a contest. <laughs> but and it I is don't... for some staff, isn't it? I think there's some um, establishments that say to the staff, unless it's a table of six or more, you can't use a, a pen and paper, which seems pointless to me. I don't know why. Mm. Well, you, made, you made quite a strong point. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> um, also, if I order first, like you were saying, oh, I, yeah. what I don't like is to have the same thing that someone else is having. Exactly. Oh, I've had this round with my wife. So, so I times. order, and then they order the same, and often I'll change mine. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't... It's like, you know, the Salvation Army after... They can, I think the officers have to marry other people that are in the Salvation Army. Do they? It's like that. It's my fight against that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I w- also, I like to say, how's that? Yeah. Oh, how's the white bait? And if we've all got the same thing... It is weird that I have white bait for breakfast, isn't it? But um, <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, uh, I wasn't going to mention I know it. exactly what you mean, though, because if you're a couple and you order the exact same thing, then you've both got what the risk of... About? You've got the risk of having a bad meal, both of you. Whereas one person, if you order a different one, one of you can win. But you know when you're in a couple and you're constantly desperate for stuff to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where you go out for can a I meal. Say, I can say with confidence, you, you are not in one of those relationships. <laughs> no, I, I have been. And, uh, and then you order different things, so you can just say, well, mine's like this, what's yours like? Uh-huh. Have you really been out with people and struggled for conversation? For a night. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean, actually, Shaquille O'Neal, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. How yeah. did that go, yeah, yeah, the conversation? No. <laughs> did he dunk? Pardon? <laughs> he does, it's a basketball. So. Yeah. Oh God! Well, how about this? I um, I was in, uh, I was having brunch with you guys. I don't know if you remember this. Oh. But um, I was saying, it struck me at the time that what I would love to do is to get a small, like a little tiny Cala gas stove, which I had under the table, <laughs> and um, get hold it, hold it under there so they can't see, and. and uh, when the man comes to collect the plates at the end, mm. the waiter, to say to him, OK, be careful with that, it's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I said this in the, in the thing, so I've heated the plate up. Because I do get annoyed when they say, don't touch that, it's really oh, hot. Yeah. Why have you brought it to me then? Some old tea towel on Health the rim. and safety that are supposed to be dominating yeah. British society. I brought you a really, really hot plate, we're going to put it right next to you, and you've got to try and eat off it. That's yeah. the kind... So, yeah, so I say, so I give him the hot plate and say, be careful. So I said that, and uh, the cockerel said to me, write that down. Did I? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Did I really? Write that down, he said. Did he say, if you, like me, have trouble remembering things, yeah. write that down? <laughs> no, but right, so I, it, so I thought, oh, OK, I will. Oh. So the next, so when I did some stand-up recently, Uh-oh. I thought, um, I'll try that. <laughs> so I said, I'll tell you what oh. I'm going to do. Um, but I thought it'll go with it because it's got a sort of a broad, you know, 
like a sort of Michael McIntyre, John Bishop sort of appeal Wide to appeal. The, yeah. Mm. I did nothing. And I, I then realised, mm. of course, it was, it was a trap. <laughs> <laughs> the cockerel knew My very well. My work here is done. Cockerel knew it was robbery. What cockerel? I, and uh, he said, yeah, he's, he's very much let me down on that one. So uh, I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> We've had a, a message from Joe in Sutton on the subject of um, restaurant etiquette, Yeah, if I may use that phrase. You may. Frank and the gang, talking of restaurants, I remember the first time I went into a reasonably decent restaurant, there was a finger bowl, and after peeling my prawns, I washed them in it. You know, the ones oh, that you dip your little hands oh, in so oh. that you don't get prawny smell. It's, it's difficult. I went into... Um, I love that place called Christopher's in Covent Garden, which at the time, I'd just come up from oh, Birmingham. Oh, yes, very 80s yeah. slash 90s. Well, this was the uh, <laughs> 80s slash mm. 90s, and uh, I'd, I'd come down from Birmingham, and, and it was it seemed like, the, I mean, beyond mm. sophistication. And uh, they asked me what I wanted, and I said, I'll have sta- steak tartare, well done. Oh. oh. I didn't know it was raw. Do you know that breaks my heart? It's raw, yeah. And the waiter <laughs> oh. slightly s- sniggered. I do a... Had you parked your car in Collendale as well? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> I do a version of what Joe did now on purpose at the end of a meal. You know when you, uh, you don't eat Indian food out much, do you? You know when they bring the hot towels around at the end? Indian food. I love it. It's like, it's like eating... <laughs> it's it. like getting a spoon and eating a jar of Branston's. <laughs> nice. Anyway, just like, suspend your wrong. disbelief momentarily. I like Papa Dom's and their accompanying pickles. You love the crisps, don't you? But not the What do you do then if a friend food. said, hold that thought, cockerel, bookmark yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'll, but if a friend says, I'll park that oh, let's, for a meet, while. let's go for a curry, would you just say, I'm afraid I can't? I'll say, did they sell chicken Maryland? <laughs> this is what curry houses in Birmingham used to sell for people who didn't like Indian food. I just, you know, I, I suppose, I can, I can, you know, consume it. Mm. But I don't really like to go out as a challenge like that. I think you could get over it by eating, just picking dishes that will be yeah, satisfying. Also, I why it. should he have to get over it in some senses? Yeah, what am I supposed yes. to like it just because you know it's, it's like, politically correct? It's like, it's like horses; <laughs> they've got to earn your respect. Yeah. We've been down that road. Why? I don't want their respect. Anyway, I was in a. I like Indians. I just don't like Indian food. Can I make that clear? For the avoidance of doubt. <laughs> so I didn't like them so much when they beat us in the cookie. But yeah, no, it's not. It's. It, I just. I, I find it. No. The the hot towel that they bring around at the end. You know, I like the, that. Yeah. I'm happy to go Papa Dom's hot towel. Good night. Well, <laughs> well maybe the um, the I mints. Do. You know the mints you get sometimes. The, ch- the chocolate oh, mints. Yeah. I do two things with the hot towel. First of all, when it arrives, mm. I do I want to always pretend that <laughs> is it going to be like the wife's flannel? Oh, no. <laughs> I always, I always, always pretend that it's more food and that I think it's more food. And I look at the towel and go, I couldn't eat another thing. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. And oh. then uh, how many times has the cockerel, has Mrs. Cockerel oh, heard that? All the time. And then it's meant really. For washing your fingers, isn't it? Because you've been eating with your hands with the poppadoms and whatnot. I always give my face a wash and then unbutton you my don't. shirt and do my armpits in the rest. You don't do the armpits. You don't. I do, I do the armpits. You are. Like you're a bit of a <laughs> physical comedian. You're clowning. <laughs> I like to have a little clown about. Yeah. You do. Bit of fun. I do, I, yeah. When I get a hot towel, I must say, I and always... And then you take the towel home, say, so give, <laughs> give, give that a wash, love, be all right. <laughs> I do wash my hands with it, but I always, always, if it's on a plane in a restaurant, I don't care, I always take the sleep out of the corners of my eyes with it. <laughs> 
What, with the towel? Yeah. I don't really use the towel. You know that slightly crackly stuff in the corners of the eyes? I always mm-hmm. take that out. Oh, that's just a nice topic. <laughs> I, don't, I never don't use that towel. Don't eye boogies on you the... Uh, on the radio. I just think it's a bit... It worries me. It's a bit like if I start thinking about hotel sheets too much and where they've been before. Mm. OPT, mm. other people's towels. I'm not down with them. OPT? <laughs> mm. OK. Well, that's fair enough. Sorry. My mum asks if food is real when she's ordering. That's a bit embarrassing. Like when she we're an in... existentialist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. But like, we'll be in a place. Jean Paul Cockrell. <laughs> See the chips. See the chips. Are they real chips? Are they oh, real she, chips what here? What do you mean by that? She, I think is she, she sort of means, to illusion. I think she sort of means: Are they like? Is somebody chopping up a potato to make the chips, or oh. are they bought in a big bag and just put in an oven? Oh, I see. And she occasionally, she's actually said several times when when I'm out with her, and she'll say. If I order the soup, is it is it real soup or is it that plasticky soup? Meaning, like, are you just pouring it out of a tin or something? Is it real soup or plasticky soup? I like it. I think we know where the cockerel gets it all from. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We haven't talked about a certain star appearance at a school sports day this week, which oh. you may or may not have seen. Mm. Mm-hmm. DB, David Beckham, at cruise. Funny old, funny old one, that cruise. I never had to, had to say it, but it Cruz. was his sports day. Is it Cruz? No. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he took part in the dad's race. How brilliant oh. that is. I love yeah, it. unless you're one of the dads on that <laughs> starting line, because, I mean, let's face it, the, typically the dads are going to be like 18 stone not doing any exercise probably high mileage drivers and doing dad, a lot of work i don't know if dads are like that now high <laughs> mileage drivers. can i say typically high mileage drivers is the most cockerel thing possible to say you know these guys aren't that fit they're probably a lot of room service in hotels I'm they're all they're gonna a be, picture of me really aren't they? they're going to be rich businessmen aren't they yeah probably. they're not yeah that's cool yeah, they're not going to be. I don't know what school it is. Zero I do, but body fat say, and I looking do. And they're rich businessmen. And he's there. Anyway, he won. He won. Yeah, he won the dad. David Beckham won the dad race. I would think. Let's he... call it. Let's call this thing Beck's Wiz. Yeah, Beck's Wiz. <laughs> I think he tried to lose it, but he just—he's so much fitter than but all Bex of them. Beck's Wiz. Beck's Wiz, yeah, he's fast at running and it's bu- like Buck's Fist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. That's all I needed was a foot. Do you, I knew, I knew like Emily me, wasn't getting I don't get it. it. I do now. <laughs> no, but I like you couldn't just say, I don't think you've got it. You just kept repeating it. <laughs> yeah. until... I, was, I was prepared. I thought you hadn't heard. No, I had I thought, heard. I thought we were going to start next week's show with him still saying it. That's what I thought. But, I was but, worried. but here's a question. If you went to a school, uh, a school event mm. and yeah. they said we're going to have a little stand-up comedy competition for the dads, <laughs> would you go in for it? <laughs> go in for it and completely blow them away, <laughs> which is what you basically did, isn't it? Yeah, but I think he was trying to lose. I bet. No I way. bet he did cartwheels or ran backwards or something <laughs> and just all of them were so... Profoundly unathletic compared to Beckham, who could still finish well, the he was, leap test. He was an international athlete about six weeks ago. Yeah. So. Posh beat, uh, posh raced, but mm-hmm. Stella McCartney beat her. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, excellent. That what kind good. of a school is this? It is Stella I tell Street. You, Stella my, Street High. My kind of school. Well, I, what I like though is that 
they showed her a picture of Posh Ronnie, and she got um, a leather jacket on, <laughs> mm-hmm. white white shirt, yeah. and uh, and jeans. She was running in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it sort of Bex Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, what? Remotely, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't make sense at all. That uh, Fonz, you know the Fonz. No, I don't. You're trying to <laughs> do just, another box. Am I is? explaining all the jokes in this link? Is that what's yeah, happening? Thank God you're here. <laughs> I know what the joke is. I'm just questioning its validity. Anyway, I have to say, I I mean, I know what you mean, that you do sort of think these people who turn up and they think this is my one moment of glory again to run in the dad's race. And then Beckham was had quite a bit of glory. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't there something brilliant about it? Yeah. I, I love I love that Victoria went in the mum's race because it's so yeah. on Victoria. Yeah. And that's because their kids was there and their kids said, oh, go on, Mum, Ron. Yeah. She couldn't say no. Yeah. I, th- I think it's great. I'm not going to be on Twitter saying uh, no. when to my school sports day and the um, the classiness was taken down <laughs> by, the, by the Beckhams. No way. I thought it was brilliant that they... Me too. Also, for the dads, you get beat. But you say, yeah, I was once in a race, actually, with David Beckham. Yeah. yeah. Oh! If you're going right. to get beaten... Although, you see, I didn't like Sports Day because my parents were actors. They, they're not very good at Sports Day. Mm-hmm. They no. had a wine glass and a cigarette mm-hmm. in an egg and spoon race. Well, my, mom, my mum won the egg and spoon race, but uh, only after she 10 minutes... She wanted to minutes, take the eggs home. Only after 10 <laughs> minutes of her going, are these eggs real? Are they real eggs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Uh, Did your parents do the eggs? My parents never day? went to the school. But I, don't, I don't remember parents being at our school Sports Day. Oh. This was at a time oh. when parents went to work in the daytime. Children time. were seen and not heard. Yeah. Well, no, but no, there was never any parents at the school sports day. Oh. It happened in the week. <laughs> we just did it, then we went home. <laughs> I don't know where this thing has come from. I it's certainly don't time, remember any it? major fashion designers winning anything. <laughs> <laughs> I find that surprising. But um, I thought it was brilliant. Posh. Spice runs in the mom's race. Mm. Don't get any better. And um, you know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.